in the wisdom of the Golden Girls, and stick with me, friends, because that... This isn't Rose, is it? Because no, she didn't have much I wisdom. said in the wisdom of the Golden Girls, Stan Spornak had said, you know, there's a storm a-coming, but how do you best navigate that through that good communication, clinging to each other and clinging to Christ? The other thing, Blanche Devereaux, and normally I'm not giving advice from Blanche Devereaux on a marriage podcast. However, what she was saying when... Um, there was a conflict between sisters. You want to make sure that before you even start talking, that you're going to have that conflict grow you closer together versus pulling you further apart. You may be one choice away from a thriving marriage. Welcome to the Operation Thriving Marriage Podcast with Brian and Jennifer Harvey. All right. Welcome to the Operation Thriving Marriage Podcast. And I'm here with my very handsome husband, Brian. Hey, guys. So Brian and I have had a great time just talking to people about our book and talking to churches and really excited about doing some different in-person events. And I talked to some folks who did our book as a small group study, which was all kinds of fun. We've got the questions at the end of each chapter and something that they brought out that they thought was just really cool to help them kind of understand where they are in their marriage and what's going on is, Brian, you were the one that really initiated and put in the idea of some group theory about how groups form and happen. And can, can you kind of tell us where, where you got that idea just in talking about teams? Well, yeah, for sure. It's um, this guy, Bruce Tuckman, um, wrote about team development or group dynamics, group theory, and developed this in the 1960s. And it talks about um, the stages that teams go through. And it's important to realize that marriages go through stages too. And so that was one of the things that when you came back and you were so excited about talking to these ladies is it helped them understand because they had some misconceptions about what marriage is like and is it okay right now because we're experiencing some conflict right now, or, I mean, these were, they were dealing with, um, their husbands were all, these are all women whose husbands were at medical school, which is a very stressful time, but they were in different places in their marriage as well. And so many times different things with kids and entering the picture or not entering the picture. Right. And trying to figure that out. And marriages like groups go through these stages. And when couples aren't thinking about that, it's easy to look at this and oh my gosh, why is it so hard right now? You know, and then why, why does my husband, why is my husband so surly right now? Why is my wife so distant right now? Why are we not clicking in all cylinders? Things were great just a couple months ago and now it feels like everything is just this tough sledding through what we're experiencing. And right now, to be honest, I'm not enjoying being married right now. And when couples aren't aware that we're going to go through stages in our marriage, it's easy to think that the stage you're in right now is going to last forever. And there can be tough times in your marriage, and you can still have a thriving marriage through the tough times, but it gives a really good outline to identify maybe where you are in the marriage because these cycles can come back just depending on what's happening. And it was just so important for us to emphasize in our book about that concept of team marriage, being that the husband and the wife are on the same team. You you can't say that 
you know, one blade of the scissors is more important than the other. You have to be working together. Um, you have to, to make sure that God is at the center of that relationship. And all of these things to have team and to have the team running well, we kind of tease, but it's true that your favorite team is the Detroit Red Wings. Go we got, Wings! We got high hopes for you, Mr. Stevie Iserman. We've loved you here a long time, and we're looking for you to work your magic on the team. My favorite team, on the other hand, is HGTV's Chip and Joanna of Fixer Upper and in that series. But we want to make sure that we're kind of talking about how we see these two groups acting as a team and how marriages to be successful and to have that thriving marriage that they are, each couple is acting as a team as well. Yeah. And I promise you that if you're going through a difficult time right now, navigate this successfully. It's going to be better than that good time you remember. Because that's how teams, that's how groups work. And so we're going to go through um, Tuckman's stages of team development. And the first stage is called forming. And so I'll give you right now the stages. They're forming, storming, norming, performing, and then reforming is what we say. And we'll get to that reforming in one minute. But that forming, normally when a, a group is in this, it's everything is new. And so people are tentative. People are often trying to, okay, I don't know where I fit in the, in the team right now. And that's true when you're newlyweds. As a new husband and wife, what does a husband really do? You've got some ideas from your family of origin, but now you got to actually be the husband. Now you got to actually be the wife. And how do we function as a couple when we've been single all our lives to this point, unless this is a second marriage for you, even then, you're still going through the forming. How do we? How are we a couple now? How, how are we a couple together? And how do we transition from we're a, a dating couple, we're an engaged couple, to now we're married? And how does that work with the household and responsibilities and and all of that? And I think it's a very exciting, very cool time and a lot of new things. But that can be intimidating as well, just as we're figuring out how to navigate that. And that intimidation often leads to conflict avoidance mm. and leads to, well, whatever you like, whatever you want, and not wanting to express your own desires because of fear of rejection. Yes. Fear of, if I do this, is this going to ruin our marriage? I don't want to ruin our marriage for, um, right away, and we're, we just we just moved in together after the wedding. We got back from the honeymoon, and I don't want anything to go wrong. During that time, the outward experience often is exciting and fresh, but the inward experience is often anxious and there's a level of fear there. And that's perfectly normal. Sometimes people will look back on the forming stage when they get to other stages. I wish it was like that because he was so kind. She was so nice. Or considerate. Accommodating. Or, yeah. And I, I think we've talked about this before where you, it's not a healthy marriage if you don't experience conflict. You, of course, have to handle that conflict in a healthy, appropriate, constructive manner. But if there's no conflict at all, it's because someone's not voicing an opinion. And sometimes you're laying the groundwork for your marriage in a certain way because it's like, oh, yeah, I, I don't care. We'll have whatever kind of food. Maybe we're going out once a week or something like that. 
And it's like, I really don't like that food, but I know my spouse does and I don't want to rock the boat, but this is a miserable meal for me every week. And, and you really should be voicing that. But if you're in that forming stage now, it's okay. But the sure. next stage you're going to go through, the next stage we all go through or went through at some point is storming. Mm-hmm. And this is the point where now you have an idea where you think you fit. And so does your spouse. And also power struggles start playing in at this point. And again, this is perfectly normal. No matter your theology of marriage, it's going to happen. Hey, who's responsible for this? Who's responsible for that? And there's going to be arguments. There's going to be struggles during this time. And what I want you to know is if you're in the storming phase of your marriage right now, either early on or you're back in the storming stage, it will not last forever but you've got to navigate it. You've got to be open. You've got to be honest. You've got to practice those skills of listening in a way your spouse wants to talk to you and talking in a way your spouse wants to hear you and practicing those good communication, good conflict resolution skills, because this is going to happen and it's going to be a difficult time. The the old adage of the first year of marriage being the most difficult is often true because the forming stage often, depending on how long you dated and how long you were engaged, that forming stage may be very short because you're so comfortable with each other, which is good. But then you get to the storming stage and depending again on how long you dated or how long you were engaged, you may have never really encountered the storming stage because there's always the possibility up to this point of, well, we can just call it off. But now that you're married, it's not like, oh, I'm not, this isn't a pleasant experience. Let's just call the whole thing off. And we've got to walk through now this storming experience where there's going to be a little bit of conflict and it's healthy and good. Yeah. And I, I'd say any storms that, you know, come into your marriage because of this, you got to keep in mind, Jesus is in the boat. He's there for you. He's going to help you get through that. And he's going to give you the grace that you need to fill in any kinds of gaps or any kinds of conflict, but make sure you're holding tight to him. Make sure you're holding tight to each other as well. Yeah. And as you get past that, you'll go into what's called the norming stage. Mm -hmm. This is where you start developing the healthy patterns that will continue throughout your marriage. Hooray. We like this stage. This is a good stage, but There is still a little bit of anxiety in this stage, too, because you just got through storming. Yes. So you've got, so there's a little bit of anxiety about if I screw this up, what's going to happen? What if this doesn't work out? The the pain of some of those conflicts that you had is still a little fresh, and that's okay. But now you can see past that, and you can see how you dealt with that. And you may, and it's important to remember, any time, any stage of this forming, storming, norming, performing, then reforming, any stage, you can go back a stage. Something can happen that'll lead you to that. So it's okay if you go back to storming and then hit into norming again. Just remember the skills that you learned in the storming because that's going to take norming and you're going to develop these patterns. You're going to get used to, oh, this is when I can expect to be home. This is when um, we can expect to have dinner and those types of things. This is who's jumping in and and taking care of this chore or um, doing a a certain thing for a child or the children, just figuring out bath schedules or 
homework schedules and, you know, who's taking who to what practice or uh, performance. Or even um, what you can expect in intimacy, the norms of how often you're going to have sex, um, what kind of intimacy outside the bedroom is normal and to be expected. All those things those are, are good norms are developing during this time. And as you pass through this stage, you get to what Tuckman called performing. Mm-hmm. And performing is where everything's firing on, on all cylinders. This is the place that's the most relaxed, most fun, most exciting in yes. your marriage. And, and that's a good uh, place to be in because I, I like how those, those four beginning stages go because you're, again, you're forming that, that marriage at the very beginning. You're, you're working through what needs to happen to further along your team. You're kind of practicing and seeing how it goes in that norming and then that performing, you are firing on all four cylinders. Things are going along in a very positive direction, but eventually what happens is you're not just going to hit performing and it's going to be like that forever because friends, you're going to have to go through these cycles again because of different things that happen in life. You're going to deal with parents getting sick, parents passing away. You're going to deal with children coming into the picture, having babies. Maybe you're adopting, maybe you're doing foster care. Maybe there's Uh, things that excel in careers. Maybe there's layoffs or there's changes in careers. And these aren't necessarily negative things, but they can start this cycle all over again. And if you're not understanding what's happened and identifying with your spouse, maybe where you are in this cycle, it can lead to a lot of problems because this is not out of the ordinary of what happens for every team or every marriage. You just need to recognize where you are and hang on to each other and hang on to Christ. Yeah. A great example of that and a very common example for many couples is bringing a child into the family, Mm -hmm. whether through adoption or childbirth or foster care. It's exciting. It's a positive. We've got this new team member, right? You've got this new family member, but you move right back to forming because at least I remember when, um, our oldest was first born, I had never been a dad before. And so learning what's it mean to be a dad to an infant and a husband to a mom. Yes. It's, it's, those are different than being husband and wife without being parents. And so we went right back to the forming stage and it's like, okay, a little tentative. How do I care for you? How do I support you? How do I serve you? And likewise, as you were so busy as, I mean, you just spent nine months like making brains and stuff in your body. That's right. And then this little child comes out that is completely dependent on you for everything. Yes. I mean, as much as I loved her, I still love her as much as she loves me. Those first several months, years, I was pretty superfluous. I didn't provide nourishment. Well, that, that's not, I changed diapers. That's not exactly but, <laughs> but no, I, I hear that, especially, hey, us, us nursing moms, uh, and that, that's something really early on. The kid really needs mom, and no yeah. surprise there. But I think navigating those times can be tough because I, I remember, you know, just our, our Brenda was asleep, and then, you know, we had a dog, and we had a cat, and we had her, and, and it was like, she had just turned things so upside down. We love Brenda, no issues. But it, I was looking at all three of them and it was like, darn dog, darn cat, darn kid, because it had just thrown everything in, in a lot of tumult. But again, we, we love them. 
including the pets. And we just adjust and pivot, but just figuring out what that looks like, it's, it's difficult and it can be very challenging. Again, even under these positive circumstances right. of adding a family member. And then moving into the storming phase then is like, okay, that tentativeness, you did, you were trying to be very considerate of me because of course this is all new to me too. And you were concerned about not losing your temper because you were so just touched it's out hard. Yeah. yeah. And so then you get to the storming phase where, okay, you had needs that weren't being met or add expectations and likewise. And that, again, that storming, but we had learned skills the first storming time that made it easier to get through the storming. Because we knew how to talk about it and how to approach each other and you know, have, have a pretty good head on our shoulders about it, presuming goodwill, as we've talked about in many podcasts. And we're not perfect. My gosh. Nope. Well, well, Jen's perfect. Oh, but come I'm... on. Not, not even close, my friend. Nope. So <laughs> we had learned some stuff, but we still had struggles. Yes. And you're going to have that too. You're going to go through these phases again, and you're going to learn things each time you go through them that's going to help you when you get through them again. And we all want to stay in the performing stage as long as we can, that because that, that's just the most comfortable. That's the most exciting. That's the most affirming on the horizon. The next big thing for us is we've got a high schooler now who one day is going to graduate high school and then don't know yet what the college plan is going to be, how that's going to work. But that's going to be a big change for us as we may not have a child in the house. There's going to be one less in the house. And how do we get used to that? And, and navigating that. And is she local? Is she out of state? You know, how, how does that work? But I think that we're going to be more set up to succeed because we've had that practice going through these things and being able to, again, identify where you are in that and sitting down with your spouse. Don't just figure out for yourself where you are out of forming, storming, norming, performing, or again, reforming, make sure that uh, you're sitting down with your spouse and kind of figuring out what's going on and what do we need to deal with in the wisdom of the golden girls. And stick with me, friends, because that- This isn't Rose, is it? Because no, she didn't have much I wisdom. said in the wisdom of the golden girls, Stan Spornak had said, you know, there's a storm a coming because that's how it works in all of these things. That storming stage is going to be on the horizon. But how do you best navigate that through that good communication, clinging to each other and clinging to Christ? The other thing, Blanche Devereaux, and normally I'm not giving advice from Blanche Devereaux on a marriage podcast. However, what she was saying when um, there was a conflict between sisters, when you're dealing with a conflict, you want to make sure that before you even start talking, that you're going to have that conflict grow you closer together versus pulling you further apart. And that's so important in a marriage. And if you navigate these stages correctly, it will. You'll get to performing each time and you are going to be stronger as a couple from your experience. And that it can feel like, especially in the storming and norming, storming feels like, oh my gosh, this marriage is never going to last and it's, I'm not going to be able to make it. You get to the norming and it kind of feels like you're just surviving. And that's okay because keep going through it, that storming and norming, you'll get to performing and you will experience a thriving marriage. And then you'll do it all over again and get back to thriving again. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening.
Jen and I started Operation Thriving Marriage to help couples and churches take marriages from merely surviving to thriving. We've got our book, we've got a blog and resources for our coaching ministry, and you can bring us out for an Operation Thriving Marriage experience. For more information, go to OperationThrivingMarriage.com. That's OperationThrivingMarriage.com.